Welcome to the world according to Jackie Simmons. And I am super excited because, and you will be super excited too, as soon as you get it, you're getting Jackie squared today. You're getting the Jackie and Jackie show. So we are live right now. And if you're listening to this in the podcast, you will get so much value out of this conversation because it's all about what's most important in the world and how to get kids started that direction now rather than later. So without further ado, Jackie, please unmute yourself and we'll see if they can tell us apart. <laughs> and it, there you go. Yeah, we might actually have different voices, right? So that will be good. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Hello, everyone. Jackie, take a couple of minutes and tell everyone your story. You know, the, because you did not start out doing what you're doing now. No, I did not. And I could never imagine that I would be in a position where I could help kids overcome some of the same things that I could not overcome as a child. So I grew up in an abusive home, home and I had no one to really tell or share my secret with. In fact, I was told not to tell. And when a child is told not to tell, it really represses their creativity. It represses their sense of confidence and sense of purpose and identity. And although I didn't ask you to do me a favor. Yeah. And, and we get the concept. What we don't yeah. know is the story. What was it like for you growing up without that sense of self and that sense of confidence? What did that look like on a given day? Well, <laughs> I was always somewhat reserved. And I, you know, I, I sent out clues. I would say things to my abuser such as, I hate you, but I would get in trouble for that. I would get in trouble for it. And if I tattled in some regard, I would be the one that got in trouble instead of the one that was perpetrating the, the dirty deed or whatever. <laughs> and so I, I just learned to shut up. And I decided that what I had to say was just not worth anything. And so why say anything? Because it wasn't gonna be taken at face value. Nobody really cared, it didn't matter what I wanted, I just had to try to stay alive and play the game. So that's, that's how it affected me. And, and you know, the worst part about what you just described, it doesn't take major traumatic, horrific abuse for someone to come to those conclusions that what I say doesn't matter. Right. You don't have to be in a relationship with an abuser. You could just be in a relationship with someone who has no clue how to be in a relationship. And if <laughs> that's your parent, you, right? I mean, people know when you're not being listened to. And, they, and, and yeah, people, we know that we know when you're not, not being heard, heard, then you just stop mm -hmm. talking. And, and especially when we're young. So yeah. it's a pervasive thing. And whatever brings us to the conclusion that we're not going to be listened to, we start contracting at that moment. So with what change? Wind, because contraction is not the energy of the Jackie, okay? I mean, I'm just saying. So when did this change and your energy started to expand? What happened? 
Well, it was actually another sort of tragic event that happened that caused me to have to speak out. Mm. And it was when I, I was a married young woman and I had just had my second baby and my abuser had a child, had a little girl. And it was during that time when I realized that if I continued to keep the silence, there was going to be another victim here. And yet if I broke the silence, what in the heck was gonna happen to my marriage? What was gonna happen to my own children? Would I even be believed? Because there was just a point when I almost felt like maybe that really didn't happen. I dreamed it all. And because I dreamed something that horrible, I'm a bad person. So there was always, there were all of those emotions that, that created in me this, this fear, this sense of urgency. And yet I just became angry. And I started to yell a lot at my kids. And I was becoming reserved, even more reserved with my husband. And, you know, he sensed that something was going on and thought it was him, but it was something, a turmoil inside of me for sure. So there were actually more victims of the abuse and the silence in that all of a sudden now your family are becoming victimized by the repressed energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got it. All and right. so that so, when I realized I needed to speak out that it wasn't something that I could just do overnight, you know, I had to seek <clears throat> counseling and therapy and work through those details to figure out, did this really happen? And, <clears throat> you know, yeah. how do I start breaking the silence? And how do I gain the, the confidence and the courage to do that? So it took a little while. Got it. All right. So now now that I know the story, because we hadn't talked about this before, now I kind of get what you're doing at Speak, Feed, Lead <laughs> with the kids. Because if they can learn to break the silence sooner, then we don't end up with additional victims. We limit, I'm, I've got a military family, we limit the collateral damage. Absolutely. Because stuff happens. We all have these things in our lives that we are not able to stay emotionally present for, whether it's at the extreme of abuse or whether it's the misunderstandings that don't ever get righted, don't ever get cleaned up. You know, whatever the cause is, the outcome can still become generational if we don't learn how to speak up for ourselves and to speak up for our truth. So, Tell me about the summer camp. Tell me about what, well, actually, tell me, tell everybody, what do you do at Speak, Feed, Lead? Where did that come from and what is it? Because, you know, until I met you, I'd never heard of this before. Yeah. Well, Speak, Feed, Lead is, it came about by an accident as far as those three terms go. About five or six years ago, I started teaching public speaking classes to kids. And again, it was an opportunity. I wasn't seeking that out. I was actually working on a professional speaking career. I had written a book and thought this is going to be my ultimate business card to be able to get on stage and start sharing my message. 
And I answered an ad in Craigslist for a homeschool group who was looking for somebody to come and teach public speaking to kids. I could do that. So I answered that ad and that was the first class I taught. And then I taught another class and then there were a couple of kids or um, schools from that said, we want our kids to go there too. So they were sending them to this community center where I was teaching. And I started getting more classes in different age groups. And I, and I began to realize this was really necessary. It was really needed. And I began to see the parallel with these kids and my life. And that if I had had the training that I was giving these kids, I would have been able to speak up sooner. And it would not have waited until I had my own children and feel a more urgent situation there. And so then I started developing my own class schedules and I was going to different groups and teaching here. And then I was renting a room there and teaching. And I was driving everywhere and, and eating three meals a day in the car. And anyway, so, I, so that was my for-profit business, which I, I was running. I'd been running for about 13 years. And then last December, as I then opened up an actual studio called the Speak, Feed, Lead Public Speaking Studio, I realized that a lot of my students were affluent, they could afford these classes, but again, thinking about myself, if I were one of those kids, I wouldn't have been able to come to these classes. So we became a nonprofit so that we could have a greater outreach and get to those children who cannot afford our classes. The Speak, Feed, Lead came about because as I was teaching some of these classes early on, I was, ask, I was telling the kids one day, this is what we're gonna learn when we're all together. We're gonna learn how to do some public speaking. So you're gonna learn lots of skills there. And you're gonna learn how to give feedback to your classmates and learn to use words that are going to give a gift to people when you say them. They're gonna be kind, uplifting words. In other words, you're gonna be feeding their spirit. And then also we're gonna be working on leadership skills because when you're a good speaker, you obviously will influence people and will increase your leadership capabilities. And I said, it's kind of like speak, feed, lead. <laughs> and they went, Miss Jackie, that's kind of cool. And it stuck. And I started realizing that's exactly the way I can define what we do is through speaking with power, feeding others in word and deed, and leading with positive influence. So it became Speak, Feed, Lead. And the nonprofit is called the Speak, Feed, Lead Project. <laughs> Got it, okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful explanation. And it so ties in with your story. And what I've learned over the years is that the most powerful speakers are the ones who know how to bring their story out in a way that other people can see themselves in it. You know, the ability to create a common character out of what we think is a unique event. And the ability to do that positively impacts every area of life. You know, that's the ability of being able to have your partner agree to where you want to go to dinner. You know, it, it filters down into everything. You know, um, it's, it's just a lovely, lovely space. So we're going to talk about some details because I'm coming into your summer camp as a speaker and I am super excited about this. The nonprofit that I have, the Teen Suicide Prevention Society that I co-founded with my daughters is such a perfect mesh 
because yes, what we know is that when people are comfortable speaking up on the topics that matter, like suicide, they become more, more suicide proof. The more they're able to have these conversations, they get further and further away from the ledge. There's a bigger buffer zone there. What you're doing with the summer camp is giving kids of ages 10 to what? 10 and up. Yeah, we'll go all the way. I mean, we, we want to talk to kids that are going into college as well. I mean, because they're awesome. all, all so talking, kids right now are having problems. We're talking double digit kids. Okay. So yep. they're still kids. They're not 25 and older and, and, you know, fully developed prefrontal cortex here. They're right. still kids. So we'll call it 10 to 24. Sure. Yeah, that's good. All right. Kids from 10 to 24, you know who they are. Matter of fact, it might even be you if you're watching the world according to Jackie Simmons. So if it is you or you know someone who this is, here's a gift for them. It's a, it's a boot camp. It's a summer camp. They get to go to camp from their own living room <laughs> and interact with a bunch of experts who don't normally talk to people under the age of 25. They don't normally bring their, their expertise and their perspective on the world in a way that you can interact with. So if you've got kids or you are a kid, you're gonna wanna know more about this. So tell them more about this, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you for that setup. Well, it came about because we would normally be having summer camps right here at the Speak, Feed, Lead Public Speaking Studio. But as we all know, we can't meet together in groups quite yet. And I started thinking, well, but what's happening to these kids? Because this is not a typical summer for them. There's a lot of garbage going on, you know, that they have no control over. And they're trying to figure out, interpret, and know how to move forward with all of this. And so it became necessary for me to figure out a way that I could still allow them to hear some inspiring information and be able to grow from that information and become more resilient through this process, especially without knowing whether they're gonna even be able to go back to school in the fall. And even if they do, it's not gonna look like it usually looks. So I wanna help them discover their purpose who they are and what they can contribute to the world and they all have something important to contribute to the world. So I brought these 50 speakers together that are not just gonna sit and speak all day, right? They're going to interact with each session with the students and the attendees that are there and they're going to provide some fun stories some uniquely moving stories and the lessons learned by personal experience and hopefully connect with everyone that's attending in some way or another to give them that inspirational feeling that, oh man, if that person could do that, I can do this too. I can get through this. So that's what we're hoping for. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to do the, we're going to do what most people don't do. We're going to peel back during this boot camp. We're going to peel back the curtain and let kids see what it is like to inspire yourself, to be able to trust yourself, to be able to give yourself a voice and to just watch what happens when you start to do that.
So actually sounds like a summer camp I'd like to go to. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so here's the deal. When someone clicks on the registration form, because we're going to be dropping that into the chat, and I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. I'm going to pop over and drop it in Facebook for the people watching. Okay. What happens when someone goes and picks this up? Well, the first thing they're going to see is the amazing lineup of speakers that are there. And they're also going to see that there are bundle pricing. So if you want to attend one session or both sessions of the summit, there's a bundle price for that. They're also going to see some bundle pricing for other programs that the Speak Feely Project offers after the summit is over. But first thing they really want to look at, look at is that list of speakers. Because like I said, there's 50 of them and they're all amazing and their messages come from that place where all of these attendees once have been. Right. And so we've all had these experiences in life and lessons learned. And we've got really smart people on the summit. We've got a neuroscientist and we've got a couple of PhDs. We've got dentists and okay. doctors. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say we are speaking to all the parents that are listening. That's well, that's and, true. And, and, and here's the deal. <laughs> This summit, this summer boot camp, this summer camp is not, it's not geared towards adults, though I'll be honest, adults are going to have a lot of fun there. Oh, they as much are. as you can hang out with your kid, you will have a grand time because nobody's going to be talking down to their kid. So you got to be able to listen up. It's not your typical summer camp. Right. And, you know, we're not your typical group of speakers because <laughs> we've all got our life experiences and we've all got attitudes and we are not afraid to use them. So. That's right. <laughs> well, and one of the byproducts I would really like to have happen after the summit, because I do want parents to be listening in. And, and at dinner, at the end of each day of the summit, I would love for those families to sit down together and for parents to say, to their child or to their young adult. What did you hear today? What did you feel today? What did you learn today at the summit? And I would love I for that dialogue to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up the truck because I have my all time favorite question. You wanna totally freak out your kids? When you sit down and talk with them, instead of the typical where it's a Q and A, Right. What if it's a Q&L? What if you ask one question and listen without wow. judgment, right. without problem solving, without strategizing, and without needing to fix anything? And Wouldn't so, that be awesome? <laughs> well, there's a question that'll get you there. Are you ready? What, I'm ready. What's the best thing that's happened to you so far today? Mm, nice. Now there's nothing for you to fix. Right. You can relax. And so that's a great outcome. If the only outcome of kids going to summer camp was the fact that they could end the day with an experience at the dinner table that no one felt on the spot and no one felt defensive and it was an open space where they actually felt heard 
because this goes right back to the very problem that you were dealing with growing up, which mm. is you didn't feel like anyone listens to you. And oh my goodness, as parents, don't we feel like our kids don't listen? <laughs> well, you know, yep. guess what, honey? If we're not feeling heard, probably our kids aren't feeling heard either because we can't teach what we don't know until now. Now you can open yourself up to the experience of listening to whatever it is that they had fun with at summer camp and you didn't have to drive them anywhere. All right. <laughs> and, and, they, and you didn't have to make lunch that day for them. They can just eat during the summit. And yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fun. It's, it's a great opportunity. I mean, this isn't the ideal situation, but this is what COVID has brought us to. And thank goodness we have the opportunity to still socialize in these little boxes on a, on a computer screen, right? <laughs> but right, so it's not ideal, but it, we're gonna make the best of it. <laughs> All right, I'm so, it's my show, Jackie. That's not my attitude about life. All right, <laughs> in the world according to Jackie, everything is exactly ideal. It is the absolute ideal circumstance for what is coming to prepare us for what is coming, to give us this opportunity to see ourselves as creative, capable, and resourceful enough to still have summer camp in the midst of a pandemic. Right. To acknowledge the elephant in the room, that these are not the way we thought the days of summer were going to be in 2020. They just are the reality. And it's ideal for what you've created, because I will guarantee you, you would not have pulled together 50 experts this summer for any other reason. <laughs> nope, they certainly wouldn't have come to my studio this summer, that's for darn sure. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna talk about what's true. What's true is that because of the current conditions, you've grown into a whole new world on a virtual stage where more people know about your nonprofit organization than you could have ever imagined working in a geographic location. So what's not ideal about this picture is only attitude. And your kids have gotten an attitude. They <laughs> have shared an attitude. They are contagious with their attitude and we're just inviting you to infect them with a better attitude. That's right. So <laughs> it starts with the adults and the idea that these are the ideal times. These are the times that we grow the most. These are the times of the most opportunity to influence, to impact, and to grow income. They are all the ideal times as soon as you start looking at them that way, you will see the opportunity. So my job in the, having the podcast, this will go up on YouTube. If this summer camp is over, by the time you watch this recording, do not despair. I'll guarantee you the nonprofit is still going. Yep. I'll guarantee you the recordings of, of these speakers will be available and you can do a mini summer camp any weekend with your kid. Will they still need it after this summer? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because the times have changed and we are slower to adapt than our children are. We probably need these kinds of summer camp experiences even more than they do. So don't just sign your kid up and walk away. Sign your kid up and stay. Pull your laptop into the kitchen. Go to summer camp while you cook dinner. Do it with them. And make this summer the best summer 
of your experience as a parent. Make it the summer they remember as getting to know their parents as people, as well as good parents. Challenge. You can even listen to it out by the pool. Just take there a laptop go. out with you by the pool and listen to it out there. there <laughs> this is, this is the, the joy of this is, yes, there'll be things your kids are interested that you're not. Let them go listen and then let them share with you what they found good. With the promise that you're going to listen without judging. Because what was good enough for them was good enough from their perspective and their children. And then you can ask them the questions. What else did you like? What else do you want to see more of? Is there a question you have that you didn't get answered? Jump on the Google box with them. Go dance with data and find some answers and let them bring their answers back to summer camp the next day and see what happens. Mm -hmm. This is the true test of are you willing to let these days be the best days? And that's what my world is like. That's why I invite you into it every time I do an episode. And Jackie, that's why I invited you to be on the show because what you're doing is nothing short of amazing. <laughs> to go from being a brick and mortar thinking there was one way to do your business and to do your mission and to expand into this new space where you can actually reach more kids. You can share more stories with a bigger audience that helps them connect in new ways. And for you, that is such a something I just want to express a lot of appreciation for, Jackie. There are so many people using this time and they're contracting, going, when will it be over? When, I can't, when can I go back to normal? I want my old life. <laughs> and from that contracted energy, they miss the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yep. These are the good old days. It's a great song if you've never listened to it. Mm -hmm. These are the days you're going to look back on and you're either going to see it as a time of amazing pain and contraction or a time of amazing opportunity and growth. You get to choose. That's right. In my world, we call it make it a great day. The choice is yours. Matter of fact, we so firmly believe in that that we wrote that book and volume two <laughs> is coming out this fall. Yeah. In your world, Jackie, it's speak feed, lead. And I love the fact that you're feeding two directions, that it's about feeding people kind of uplifting words. And it's about learning how to give and receive feedback. Mm -hmm. And as a human resources consultant, I will <laughs> tell you, that's a skill. That's huge. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. It absolutely is. <laughs> So when it's not summer camp, what's the outcome that you see? What's different for the kids that come through your camp? What changes in their world? Well, well, what I would hope changes in their world is that they recognize that they do have something important to say and that they feel confident and courageous enough to start thinking about what is it that I'm going to do with this message? How can I share this message? Maybe I give a TEDx talk. 
Maybe I become a professional speaker. Maybe I write a book. Maybe I make a movie. I mean, when you feel confident communicating, it's limitless as far as your options because communication isn't optional. You have to be able to communicate with people. And, but, but it's option. not a one-time learning experience, right? I mean, we can't, we can't come away going, oh, I know how to speak now. <laughs> we always have to improve the way that we present our messages and the way that we speak to other people and, and build relationships oh. that way. <laughs> no, there's something very telling about that. I recently saw a documentary on uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel. And throughout his career, he worked with a speaking coach. And he was working, this dates him, I know, he was <laughs> using cassette tapes. He's got the recordings of the lessons and they were playing them at different parts of this documentary. And then I remembered that I had read the book, Yes, I Can. It's the autobiography of Sammy Davis Jr., a very mm. famous actor, singer, entertainer in his day. And the number of people who coached him, mentored him, helped him become better at his craft, both on stage and on film. You know, people see the final result. They see a TEDx speaker. I am a TEDx speaker. Let me give you a clue about how many people it took to get me to that point of being able to deliver a talk of that type because it's not just one and done. You're right, Jackie. This kind of uh, learning is truly lifelong or at least career long. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm a TEDx speaker. I host a podcast. I host six summits a year. I speak on other people's summits. I'm the co-founder of the Teen Suicide Prevention Society, and I am on a mission to make suicide, especially teen suicide, a thing of the past. I speak a lot, and I still have a speaking coach. I probably <laughs> always will, because I can always improve. The one time you cannot improve, and this is the, the shout out to all parents, whether we're talking about speak, feed, lead, whether we're talking about summer camp, whether we're talking about any other program that's out there to improve the ability to orate, to debate, to speak up and stand out, whether it's the advocate training program, it doesn't matter what the program is. What matters is that the only time you cannot improve is when you don't speak up the first time. Yep. Give your kids the chance to speak up the first time. They can always improve. You know, when they, when they go through the public school system or even in a private school, most of the time the kids are taught how to research, but they're not taught how to be resilient. Mm -hmm. And when, when you're given a topic that you have to go research and study and then come back to class and give a report on, well, nine times out of 10, it's not a subject that the child is really passionate about. It's an assignment. They've got to get a grade for it, right? Mm -hmm. That's not... That's not the kind of speaking that we teach at the Speak Feed Lead Project. We say to this student, what is it that brings you joy? And they think, what is it that brings me joy? Now they get an opportunity to think about that and come back the next day and give a speech about what is it that brings them joy? 
And the inspirational speeches I've heard have been astounding. And, and I recognize the talent and the, the raw enjoyment of life that our children have, but don't get opportunity to really talk about that to someone who's willing to listen to it. And then on the converse side, sometimes I ask them, tell me about the things that bring you unhappiness. And again, they come back and they talk about those deep, dark things, you know? A lot of times it's, well, when my parents are arguing or when my brother doesn't include me in his activities or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that allows them again to have this venue to say, this is what I'm feeling and somebody's actually listening to me. And, and I'm providing that information and that takes some courage um, to talk to, to someone that it's not part of your normal life, right? Mm -hmm. But then they get feedback from their teammates who are roughly the same ages as them. And the team member might say, that was, I really liked the story that you told. And it, your message would be even more powerful if you added this or if you said this differently. And they get that feedback from each other. And then they start to realize, I have a message. I have something to say. And I feel, and it's because I'm passionate about it. And it's because it started with the feeling that I have. You know, I'm going to comment just briefly because what you said points out a skill set that they get just by participating. And the skill set is how to give feedback. Now, I don't know about you, but in the human resources world, feedback was you say something nice, you say something that's not so nice, and you say something nice. There's a name for it, which we're not going to say on the air. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and this was the way that many, many people have been taught to give feedback. And when it comes to actually creating an environment where people are inspired to grow and to take risks and to be vulnerable, it works better if the focus stays on what went well, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what I liked about that was, is a great opening line. And then I'm wondering if you add this, it'll make it better. You know, this might make it even better. That's the right. opposite of you did this wrong, which is where most of us got right. feedback. Exactly. So yep. this is a great life skill, Jackie. And I am- It is. And, it's, and it, I see the benefits so readily. And parents tell me, oh my gosh, my child is actually talking to me. They're having a conversation with me. And we can have these back and forth interactions and I'm learning from my kid, <laughs> you know, because I, for the first time, I, I recognize that there's something he or she wants to say. And, you know, I'm listening to them because they're saying this in a powerful way. And uh, so it, it's, it is a tremendous life skill. Like I said, it, I, I have no data that says that when a child knows how to do public speaking well, that their life's going to be perfect. <laughs> they're they're going to stay out of prison. And that they'll never have depression or, you know, that they won't have any social anxieties. That's, I, I don't have the data to say that. But what I do know is that if I had these skills when I was this age, it would have changed my life. It would have, it would have given me the ability to stop what was happening to me earlier in my life. So it is important. And sometimes public speaking is, a, is a considered a soft skill. 
but the only reason it's, it's called a soft skill is because there's no hard data that says this is how it affects your performance and your success. So, well, but I can tell you I've seen it. I'm gonna give some data. Here, here's some hard data. Prior to COVID, we had a problem. Where 3,000 teens every day were attempting to take their own lives just in the USA. Now that we have the COVID conditions of disarray of schedules, uncertainty about the structures around the very fabric of our country, the chronic craziness and insecurities that are in most households because of the conditions going on inside and outside the home, those numbers are skyrocketing. This is not a statistic that they will even release right now. I can't even find data on it. So here's what we know to be true. The more engaged you are as a family in something that you can see will carry them beyond the current condition. So you are not in survival mode, but you are in thriving and you are in a place where kids learn an essential skill. They learn to ask, do you have time to listen to my talk? I'd like to share it with you. They learn a life skill that they probably don't have. What kids normally do is what their parents normally do. Barge into the room when the other person's got their face in a screen and say, I want to talk. It doesn't work well when parents do it. It doesn't work well when the kids do it. What if a simple basic skill of asking permission could be picked up easily and effortlessly doing an activity that was fun? So that's the opportunity that comes from this particular event. It's what you live and breathe, Jackie. It really, really is. I'm looking forward to the speak, feed, lead stories where the kids are writing the books because that oh, would yeah. be a hoot to see. <laughs> so it's, it's on the plan. Up. It's on the plan. <laughs> on the plan. All right. So I'm going to pop over to Facebook just to see because we are doing both things. And I don't often pop over just to see what's going on, but that seems like the right idea today. There we go. All right. So we've answered those comments already. And now my last question for you, Jackie, you've got the, the summer camp and it's how many days? It is two sessions of five days. So a total okay, of 10 days. Two weeks. Covers yep. two full weeks. What does it cost for a student to attend? It costs $49 per session. And All consider right. that a donation to a nonprofit whose goal is to get into the correctional system, is to get into the homeless shelters, is to help those children with social anxieties and for those foster care kids who are aging out. We want to be able to reach those populations with these classes and your donation will help us to do that. So I'm gonna change some language. Here we go, the words of Jackie. When you enroll your kid in the summer camp, you're sponsoring another kid to be able to attend. Mm -hmm. Because Absolutely. that's how this organization works. So here we go. You get to double down, you get two kids for the price of one and you don't have to feed the second one. So it's a really good deal. 
<laughs> we are all about changing the world and this is one way to do it. So Jackie, thank you so much for coming into this virtual space and sharing what the world looks like for you because the world, according to Jackie Bailey, is a place where kids speak up yep. and adults listen. And in that space, relationships can grow, wrongs can get righted, and perhaps the next great orators of the age are being born. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Ah, what a wonderful, wonderful way to spend a day. All right. I'm trying to think. It seems like there should be a very last, very profound, amazing <laughs> statement. I'm just going to say the website is summit.speakfeedlead.org. Go check it out. Oh, and by the way, if you're a speaker and you think that just maybe you might want to influence the next generation, I got a gal. Her name is Jackie, but not me. It's Jackie Bailey. So hook up, find out what this is all about, because who knows, maybe the next summer session, the next summer camp might include you. All right, there we go. And we're out of here. Yeah. <laughs>